Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. Good evening, everybody. I am Bart Winkler, CBS Sports Radio. David Shepard is here. Did a tremendous job the last couple of nights. Uh, I don't plan on not being here for a while now. Um, maybe a day in February, but let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, if I am off a day that I don't plan, I don't know what how things operate around here, but for the longest time, whenever I would have a day off in any capacity, I would get um, a ton of messages and like sometimes texts from people. Did you get suspended? What? For what? Why aren't you working? I have a day off, man. Did you get suspended? It's like everyone thinks people get suspended. Was who get like? Did someone get suspended one time? And then I don't know. Uh, never got suspended. And if I did, I wouldn't tell you. I would say this instead. All right, new segment. We're very thrilled here, all of us here at CBS Sports Radio, to kind of uh, leisurely stroll into this one. It's called the Bart Barometer, and we're shrinking it to the Bartometer. This is a gauge that can determine many things. However you want to see it, whatever you need it to, to measure, you stick the Bartometer in there, and it will tell you. If you, if you need to know which coaches are, wh- whose seat is the hottest, you stick the Bartometer in, and you're going to find out. If you need to know which teams have the best chance of winning the NBA Finals, you're, gonna, you're just going to stick that Bartometer right in there. And then it will tell you. So we look at these NFL playoffs and we take the Bartometer and we stick it in there because we're trying to figure out in the divisional round this weekend who has the most pressure to win. So we stick it in and here are the results as follows. And I am going to list these in some sort of number. I'll count them down. There's eight teams left. So we'll go from eight to one just because I think it's easier to kind of follow along. The Bartometer does not say eight or five or three or one. It just says like least amount of pressure, most amount of pressure. And it just, it just goes along. But as I'm looking at it, I will then present it to you in rank form so that you can follow along uh, as easy as possible. So let's hit it. Here is the Bartometer for teams with the most pressure heading into this weekend. So we will start at who has the least amount of pressure. And that would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
People aren't even still sure that they're in the playoffs, quite honestly, with all due. If you were to do like a man-on-the-street interview, if somebody ran around the streets of New York City, and it could even be like somewhere football-y, you could do this around the NFL Hall of Fame or at any game this weekend that they're not involved in, you could say, all right, 100 bucks, name all teams in the playoffs for, uh, you get 30 seconds, go. And they'd say, uh, Chiefs, Lions, Texans, uh, and they would forget the Buccaneers. There is no pressure on this team. The NFC South is terrible. They happen to be the least terrible people to get in. Uh, Baker Mayfield has already earned himself another year with this team. I don't think there's a lot of pressure on Tampa Bay one way or another. I think they are. It's, it's very forgettable that they're in the playoffs. And they got they got a win over the free square, which was an Eagles team that did not try at all. So the Eagles, the Bardo meter says... Have the, uh, well, they're out. But the Buccaneers, the Bardo meter's glitching. The Eagles are not on it. The Buccaneers have the least amount of pressure. If they lose in Detroit, oh, well, see you next year. Then the seventh team that the Bardo meter tells me that has the least amount of pressure as we go from least to most is the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans. And they're really close, let me just tell you, to the Green Bay Packers. The Texans and the Packers are really kind of right in there. So at number seven, we've got the Houston Texans. And because we have a fancy sound effect, Chep, at number six. Number six. Oh. Can you hit that again? Number six. Yes. Number six. (laughs) That's too many times. Now I... (laughs) Number seven is the Texans. Number six is the Green Bay Packers. Both teams uh, were not expected to be at this position in the divisional round. Hell, both teams barely even knew they were going to be in the playoffs. And both teams have young quarterbacks that have ascended in a way that when you saw them at the beginning of the year, you thought, Man, if they could only play like that someday, well, they're both playing like it now. But you have the Packers going into San Francisco, and you have the the Texans going into Baltimore. I just worry that these young quarterbacks, with how good they were a week ago, PFF rating be damned, even though I totally understand why, and that was a dumb story that, once again, J.J. Watt made a bigger deal than he needed to be. I know we're like adjacent co-workers, but I'll get into my J.J. Watt problems another time. He'll be a, there'll be a barometer for him. The Packers have a little more pressure than the Texans, however, because the Packers haven't been able to beat the Niners in 15 years in the playoffs. And Matt LaFleur used to coach with Kyle Shanahan. Matt LaFleur has done bad against Kyle Shanahan. Matt LaFleur does bad against guys that he's very close to, whether it's his brother, Mike, who was with the Niners for a while. Robert Sala usually has his number two. Uh, Sean McVay typically does, although he was able to turn the tide on that last couple of times. Well, they started Brett Rippon, though, this year. So there's a little more pressure on the Packers than there is the Texans. The team with the fifth most amount of pressure... Number five. It's the Detroit Lions. 
Last weekend, they were number one. They had not won a playoff game in 30 years. You're very aware of that. But you kind of got the vibe from the fans. Like, they knew it was going to be the day. But if it wasn't, could you imagine? And you were going to lose to Matt Stafford again. Jared Goff, tremendous pressure. Matt Stafford coming in. The Lions, the 30 years. There was so much pressure on the Lions. And now guess what the Lions have already been able to do? Because as teams go further into the playoffs, more pressure builds on them typically. But the Lions already overcame their hurdle. Yes, they would like to win a Super Bowl. Yes, they would like to continue. But now they can play loose. They can play with a little more fun. They can maybe take a a few more risks. There's no pressure anymore on Detroit. So I think Detroit is actually playing with house money as the number three seed in the NFC. And I think that's kind of scary. So Detroit might have a nice little path here to the Super Bowl. if They can go out if they have to go out and beat San Francisco. Or maybe there's another home game left. But I think their pressure has been knocked down. Number four. Number four. The Kansas City Chiefs have a little bit more pressure, I think, than the Lions for a couple of reasons. You would think, well, they won a couple of Super Bowls. That's fine. But there's rumblings, which we'll get into, about maybe Andy Reid's last hurrah. Also, this is a team that has not had to play on the road outside of Super Bowls. They have not had to play on the road in the playoffs with Patrick Mahomes. And when they did, that was in Tampa, right? And then they lost to Tampa. So there's some pressure on the Chiefs to see if they can win on the road in the playoffs in the Patrick Mahomes era. There's also some questions about Travis Kelsey and how much longer he will play in the NFL. So I think there's a little more pressure on the Chiefs than the Lions, even though the Chiefs come in as a visiting team. We get to the final three. The next team. Number three. I'm putting the 49ers here. At least that's what the Bartometer's telling me. And I'm looking and I'm saying, well, don't you think there's a little more pressure because the path in the NFC is wide open? Like, this is their chance at a Super Bowl. This is what I'm telling the Bartometer. I'm telling the Bartometer, which is not me. It's the Bartometer. It's my meter, but it's not me. It's telling me there's other teams with more pressure. Yes, the Niners' path looks very easy. And if you can't get through this NFC, when are you ever going to get through it? You're playing Green Bay and then the winner of Tampa and Detroit? There is pressure. They, they are they are towards, I mean, we're starting to spike a little bit into the red. There is pressure. But there's two more teams ahead of them. The penultimate team. Number two. Got to hear that. God, oh, so good. Uh, would be number two. <laughs> well, number six. Oh, that's what I like. <laughs> All right. Um, the Ravens. The Bartometer's telling me that the Ravens have a little more pressure than the Niners because of Lamar Jackson. And he's got a one in three playoff record, and he got a big contract. And at some point, they need to win. And I know that they won a Super Bowl in the not-too-distant past, but John Harbaugh 
has to win, and he's got to catch up to his brother Jim, who has won and may be heading to the NFL to win again. So he needs to still sit at the big seat in the Harbaugh family living room, which means there's only one team left. Number one. And that's going to be the Buffalo Bills. I think coming into this weekend, the Buffalo Bills have more pressure. At least the Bartometer does. And last weekend and throughout the season, I don't know that that would have been the case. This was a team that was just kind of like six and six. Maybe not. Maybe we're not going to make the playoffs. What's going to happen with uh, Sean McDermott? Oh, what's that? Something he said five years ago is now news again. But then they went on a winning streak and haven't lost since. The reason I think they have the most pressure, or at least the Bartometer does. I got to clean that up before we do it next time. It's the Bartometer, not me. Is because they're playing the Chiefs. They're playing the Chiefs. Obviously, there was that great game a couple of years ago, which got the overtime rules changed. Two of the last three years, their season has ended in Kansas City. And now they get the chance to enact revenge and possibly use that to propel them to the Super Bowl. So the Bartometer is telling us that the Buccaneers, Texans, and Packers really have, like, no pressure. The Lions don't have that much pressure either. They were spiking last week, and it completely dropped. Chiefs have a little bit of pressure, and then the Niners, Ravens, and Bills are all kind of, like, right at the top. But the Bartometer says the Buffalo Bills have the most pressure. Shep, your thoughts on the Bartometer, and if you'd like to give us what the Shepometer is reading. <laughs> so, Bart, just looking at your list, Buccaneers 8, yes. Texans 7, yes. Um, and the reason I like the Texans at 7 and the Packers at 6 is because, I and I can't believe this, this is Matt LaFleur's fifth year with the Packers, Bart. Doesn't it seem like he got there yesterday? No, I've been trying to get him fired for five years, so <laughs> okay. no. So maybe not. Uh, Which well, I, I, I'm, I'm right. taking back. I'm taking back that take, but right, yes. Right, right, right. No, wrong person to ask. Um, Lions, number five. Yeah, because, you know, they do something they haven't done in 32 years, win a playoff game, and so obviously pressure is off them because they've got, you know, the monkey off their back and be, being postseason-less uh, when it comes to wins. They were able to take care of that, and I feel like now they're just playing with house money. Now, the Chiefs are interesting. Um, I think there is this, you know, listen, you actually tipped me off to this. There was a clip you sent me about Mike Florio when he was on with Zach Elf, and he alluded to that there is wide speculation. You didn't, you didn't hear that live? You don't listen to CBS Sports Radio all day like I do? I listen to CBS Sports Radio all day. I just happened to miss this particular 130 snippet. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. All right. Uh, but do the, you know that you can take the Odyssey app with you wherever you are, Shep? That's and a, that you never have to miss a minute? That That's that, that's a good point. The, the reason mm-hmm. I take five minutes off every day from the CBS Sports Radio uh, programming is because I'm going to burn out if I don't. So I have to. I listen to 23 hours and 55 minutes, just not 24. You just need five. Okay, fair. fair. Exactly. I get it. Exactly. Get it. And that was the five minutes that I took off. But um, there is this there is this narrative out there and rumblings that this could be Andy Reid's final uh, you know, swan song. So there's that pressure. So I think the Chiefs are under a tremendous amount of pressure. So once you get, so I think the Chiefs should be reversed with the 49ers because they have the they have the out here of well we have the 262nd overall pick and we've maximized him and we've gone this far with him. Now if they have a surefire can't miss quarterback because Trey Lance was a bust, Jimmy G never worked out, 
And so I feel like they have that built-in excuse if they don't do well. Obviously, we know they got the McCaffrey and the Samuel and the Ayukes of the world, but I think that's the out. So there's not too much pressure. Now, the the final two, so I would put, I would flip-flop the Chiefs and the 49ers. Now, the Ravens and Bills are interesting. If, Bart, would you say Carl Malone, John Stockton, Reggie Miller, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, those guys never won rings. Would you call them losers? Uh, a couple of them I would. Fair enough. Okay. Okay, that backfired. <laughs> Most people, would they look at their careers? But, but they had good basketball careers. Correct, correct. Now, but what, a couple of them I feel like are losers. Fair yeah. enough. Now, one of them certainly off the court because of how he went at every other player's <laughs> wife. We know who I'm talking about there. But when you look at the totality of all five of those guys' careers, we all know they came up short when it comes to winning the NBA championship. Well, why did they have an out for that? Because the guy that won NBA championships during that time won every year. Every year he was there for a full season in the 90s, he won an NBA championship in Michael Jordan. You know where I'm going with this, Bart. It is analogous to what we are seeing with Patrick Mahomes. I don't, I, listen, the Bills deserve some blame, but you can't completely blame them for not getting past the Michael Jordan of the era, which is Patrick Mahomes. The real pressure is, to your point, is going to be on the second winningest quarterback in the history of the sport. Outside of Patrick Mahomes, that being Lamar Jackson, and he's one in three in the playoffs, and he is zero and two at home. You cannot lose to a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach, given the fact that you probably should have been sixteen and one this season had you converted a field goal and not committed a penalty in that other game. So the most pressure has got to be on Baltimore. If the Bills lose, it's going to be a massive disappointment. They're going to be at home. I understand that. But at least it's to the Michael Jordan of this particular era. Yeah, and I think those the, the, the ones I put in the top, or the Bartometer did, put in the top, I think are, you know, you can choose your argument either way and be like, yeah, I mean, because there's teams with pressure. Um, the Chiefs, I think, have pressure. The Lions, I just I don't. I'm surprised you didn't. I, th- I thought just that my guess was that you'd put the Niners higher because their path in the NFC looks very, very easy. And if they lose, it's like, what kind of opportunity are you squandering? So I think there will be people when they stick the Bardo meter in their own meter, right. they will, uh, theirs might come up Niners, but my, mine was coming up, uh, mine, mine was coming up bills. But Bardo meter, here's my question for you. What is that quarterback's nickname for the 49ers? Uh, Mr. Irrelevant? Okay, and they're a number one seed in the NFC with Mr. Irrelevant. They've already overachieved. Yeah, but this guy's getting MVP votes, man. Hey, listen, it's not my fault the voters are skewed. It's not my fault they love the story and love the guy. We should. He's a great teammate. He says all the right things. He's not that great. He's not. You saw what he did against the Ravens. You saw how inept he looked. I uh, No, I I think he's good. I, I think, okay, so Brock Purdy I think is good, but I think, I think like, if Brian Gutekinds before the game called John Lynch and said, want to swap quarterbacks, they would do it. Right now, Bart, right now, there is no question Jordan Love is a better quarterback than Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. Right? You'd agree on that? Yes. Right. Well, I, when I, well, I'm a Packer owner, so yes, I would agree. But also from my non-ownership, I do agree. Right. Now, listen, Jared Goff, right now, who's the better quarterback? Jared Goff or Brock Purdy? Um, I think Jared Goff could have done what Brock Purdy did. Exactly. Here's my point. Of all the remaining teams right now, outside of the Buccaneers, the 49ers have the worst quarterback. Ooh, well, let's save that for tomorrow. Okay, deal. All right. 
855-212-4227. We could borrow meter the quarterbacks. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Although I did, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to stress out the Bardo meter too much. We just got it fired up. Fair enough. You know, it's still, it's still working out some, some things it's got to work out. So, so we'll see. Um, you guys were calling about the Cowboys before. If you still want to get in on that, we can certainly do that. Also want to talk about the Bardo meter and what it just gave us in terms of which teams have the most pressure in the playoffs. What it came up with was from bottom to top, Buccaneers, Texans, Packers, Lions, Chiefs, Niners, Ravens, the Bills have the most pressure coming in to this weekend. 855-212-4227, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show. Listen Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. I'm Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. A couple of different things that we are discussing. Mike McCarthy comes out today and says, uh, we have a championship team. Everybody laughs at that. I got it. I heard what he said. Then he says, I know how to win. Uh, not really in the playoffs. You're 11 and 11. So maybe not there. Also, we're talking about which teams have the most pressure this weekend. You want to jump in on those or something else? Feel free. That's what we do here. 855-212-4227. Let's get to Chip. He is in Georgia. Chip, thanks for hanging out. Uh, what do you got, my man? Uh man, that bottom meter man. I'm gonna have to get get in on that, but I'm gonna start off with them cowboys. <laughs> uh, Wherever you want to go, Chip. Yeah. <laughs> to me, uh, they just been inconsistent. I don't know why everybody was thinking that they were gonna be so much a Super Bowl winner this year. The defense was always inconsistent. They always had a pretty good pass defense, but rushing defense from most of the games I've seen, they were getting killed. Uh Dak, he was okay but he was always inconsistent. He would only throw the ball to one receiver, the Lamb guy. Uh, but you got Ferguson, and you got other receivers on that ball club. Harder, the way he played, it just didn't make no sense. Now, I'm not saying fantasy football should give you some insight, but it did make me pay more attention to the game because I got involved with fantasy football for my first time. And I saw a lot of things that uh, opened my eyes up. McCarthy... I just think the game don't pass him by. He'll good he a good coach, but he's not an excellent coach. He'll get the job done. Um uh Dan Quinn, he was okay, but I guess it goes back to to the owner. You know, this man wanna control the team and I guess he couldn't get no 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 suitors to uh, entertain on that job. So McCarthy, he okay but he ain't all that. And I just wanna get your opinion on that bottom meter. What you think about my beloved Falcons getting a young coach or head coach? I enjoy your show. Hey, thanks for the call, Chip. Uh, it's interesting with uh, the Falcons. I mean, Bill Belichick could be a guy that they bring in there. I think he wants an established quarterback. Um, there's an interesting clip from Julian Edelman that we'll get into a little bit later about where Philly might be a good landing spot for him if they move on from Sirianni. Also, is Kansas City maybe in play 
Uh, is Andy Reid going to retire at some point? You know, that that's purely speculative. But I think for the Falcons, that's a young team. You can get a young quarterback, maybe have a young coach come in there. Um, all I can tell you is that no matter who Atlanta gets, it will be a tremendous upgrade. I don't think Arthur Smith ever coaches in the NFL again. That w- He's not good. Um as coach. And don't worry about fantasy football. If fantasy football is helping you learn about the game, um, join the club. And like Madden, all these people are like, oh, you can't, you can't, you can't do that. Why, why not? Helps me. Just fine. Let's get out to Eric, who is in Texas. Hey, Eric. Hey, Bart. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. I'd like to say one thing to the Bartometer. Under pressure coming down on me. I mean, David Bowie probably did it better, but. Ours went dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And theirs went dun, 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 different songs. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey uh, so here in, in Dallas, it's, uh, there's some fanatics that before, uh, after the Jimmy Johnson induction, into Jerry World Hall of Fame, that they were saying that the curse of Jimmy Johnson is over, so we're going all the way. So this is why I agree with you on number one. So they're probably thinking, hey, the Bills Mafia, they're thinking if we're going to beat, if we can beat Mahomes, Mm. our arch enemy, and finally get past that, the curse is over. And those four appearances with no chip, that curse is over. So what do you, I think that adds to the number one. What do you think? I Yeah, I think there's a lot of pressure. Um, Eric, thanks for the call. Uh, great song reference. Well done. I, I just think there's a lot of pressure on the Bills. A lot of pressure on the Bills. See, there it goes. Dun, 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 dun. This is an elite song. This is really good. How do they still come up with new music? Like, don't you? I've, how is every musical combination in terms of putting notes together? How how have we not figured out all the notes? Maybe we can then, ask the person who tends every single Kansas City Chiefs game. <laughs> She'd be good for that. I don't get. Yeah, we could. We could. You're talking about Brittany Mahomes and her great singing career? Oh, of, right? of, of course. That's exactly mm-hmm. who I was referencing. Not the person who was swagging, and that seemed to be the headline from the Chiefs-Dolphins uh, game. Oh, let me go on a tangent. Let me go on a little Taylor Swift tangent oh, let's, here. Oh, let, oh, let's hear it. She doesn't get talked about enough. Well, and you know what? She is just <laughs> going to these games to watch Travis Kelsey. Sure, sure. She's not, she's not in the director booth. I mean, yeah, we know where she sits, but she's not, like, holding signs that say, my first Chiefs game put me on TV. And I, I feel like there's a lot of people, this argument about Taylor Swift's bad for football. Like Tony Dungy said something like, what are you talking about? I feel like there's like seven or eight people that have said, ah, too much Taylor. And now there's a big reaction about, no, my daughter watches it with me. I, just, I don't, I don't, I think the narrative has become a lot of people that watch the NFL are mad that Taylor Swift's being shown in games. 
And it's really just like, it's like seven or eight people. Well, Bart, she, yes and no. I hear what you're saying. I, I can appreciate the aspect of her just wanting to go and support a loved one. But she, she's dressing like she's attending the Met Gala. So she's doing it. Because, she's got money. Uh, listen, have you seen Adam Sandler? Okay. You can have money and still dress like a human being. She dresses like she's a tan, you know, going to Vanity Fair. She's Taylor Swift. No, but but she she dresses she dresses for attention. She she invites the attention. Have you ever gone to a everybody that goes to a game dresses for attention? No. No. Most most people go most people go to games because their family is going with them and they're enjoying an event and they root for that team and Taylor no, no, Swift no, Taylor no, Swift no, is going no. I mean go- we're showing shots of Fireman Ed. Well, Fireman Ed is an exception. And then this idiot's like, I quit, and then he's back. And he's back, exactly. So he's a flip-flop. Yeah. And you know what? He picked a bad time to come back for the Jets. Let's put it that way. But in terms of Taylor Swift, she dresses like a million dollars. She's got every right to, but she's dressing up for the cameras. You can't tell me she's comfortable in that attire I don't like on Fireman Ed. You, you like Fireman Ed? No. Oh, I don't think many people do like Fireman Ed. No. And uh, what was – I mean, it's just like it's just like showing a shot – like when Kellen Moore, remember the one game they showed Kellen Moore 800 times for some reason when he was maybe, did he coach against McCarthy this year, I think, the Chargers played him? It's like that annoys me more. Really? Robert Sala, they used to show as the defensive coordinator all the time with the Niners. Like, why, why do I need to see this guy 100 times a game? I think I think when, you know, you and, and you know the statistics on, on, on this performing artist, like Taylor Swift set all kinds of records when it comes to music, and I feel like people, you know, are... are at this point, sick and tired of her because she already gets that much attention in her own world. And this is kind of our football world. She doesn't need to bleed over it where she's getting talked about more than the actual players on the field. And I think that's been the case for most games. It's unfortunate. Mm, and, she welcome, gonna, I, and she welcomes it. I'm going to go with my first ever hard disagree on you. Hard disagree. You don't think she welcomes it and then some? Oh, I don't think it's a problem. I don't care. Okay. I mean, she. We know about Kyle Uzcheck's wife's clothing line because of her. That's, she's a hero. Okay. Well, let me tell you something, Bart. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Mark my words here. They ain't lasting. This is more a publicity stunt than it is two people actually in love. Mm, see, I thought that at first, but right. I think, I think they're going the distance. Why? Because they hold hands and they kiss in public, and they know cameras are on them. He went to Argentina for her. Okay, I'd go to Argentina for an all-time great music concert as well, and I'm not even into that music, you know? Come on, so it doesn't mean anything. He ain't, he ain't going to Argentina for the music. Hey, hey, Bart, you and I both know Travis Kelsey is a smart individual, as is Taylor Swift, and Travis Kelsey is also one of the thousand athletes these days that has his own podcast, and his numbers spiked because he's with Taylor Swift. He is a businessman. He understands what dating Taylor Swift does for his brand and does for his reputation. I'm not saying they don't enjoy spending time with each other, but it's just too coincidental that Taylor Swift comes out of the woodworks and all of a sudden is the biggest football fan when I've never seen Taylor Swift at any game in her 30 years of life before Travis Kelsey. I mean, I want to pivot away from this, but you keep pulling me back in. I'm I'm just being honest with you. I think most people. So you can't like football after 30? I think most people would agree with me on this, that Taylor Swift is along for the ride. And she knows that this is good for her brand, and Travis knows this is very good for his brand. And I don't think for one second Taylor Swift gives a lick about football. Well, when they have a baby and they name it David Shepard Kelsey Swift. (laughs) Let me tell you something. I got a better shot of actually fighting Mike Tyson than Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey do of actually having a baby together. Wow. All right. Mark this tape. 
Oh, I will. Yeah, the, 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 mark this tape. Um, I'm going to get Tony in Texas here real quick. I think we got Tony in Texas. Tony, um, you should know that your your uh, your hero, my father, Greg, is listening. So if you want to give a shout-out to Greg. I thought I was talking. Is this Ryan Seacrest in the E! Channel here? Who is this? Yeah, well, anything goes, man. Anything Anything goes. Shep is Mr. Rock, indie rock guy, it sounds like. Jeez, give give her a break. She just wants to watch a game and watch her boyfriend play, Shep. Jeez. You're right. As long as all the cameras are on her more than the Chiefs, I agree with you, Tony. It's not her fault. She's yeah, what do you want, What do you want her to do? She invites it, you guys. You know it. What, what do you want? What, what do you want? What, what like? What do you? How do you? How do you want her to go to these games? Just dress like you're a normal fan and don't always. Don't she is okay. We disagree on that because I've seen her in tens of thousands of dollars of outfits. So, do you know the garbage I wear to games for attention? I go to Packer games in a full-on suit and tie with a sweater vest. <laughs> okay. Who are you, Mike Nolan? <laughs> uh, Mike Sherman actually is oh, who yeah. I dress. Oh, look at the. Oh, listen. I hope you have a better result. Oh, uh, yeah. What's up, Tony? Oh, all right. Hey, this Bardo meter, I- I'm with you. But uh, number one, I got to put the 49ers in there. So how many titles does our, our guy Shanahan have? Um, what is zero times 35? When's the last time the 49ers won a Super Bowl? That would be the 1994 season when they beat Stan Humphreys 49 to 26. Do you know how many Pro Bowlers the 49ers have? And, and by the way, Shep, Brock Purdy was voted in the Pro Bowl. Call it a popularity contest if you want. But they have nine Pro Bowlers. Bart, do you know how many your Green Bay Packers have? They have as many Pro Bowlers as Kyle Shanahan has Super Bowls. Okay. So let's put this together. Nine Pro Bowlers playing at home, 10-point favorites. Packers have basically a rookie quarterback in there, the youngest team in the league. Shanahan, uh, by the way, was probably uh, partly responsible for that meltdown with the Falcons when he was offensive coordinator against the Patriots in the Super Bowl, if you recall. Mm-hmm. So there is a hell of a lot of pressure on Shanahan. And uh, who's uh, his good buddy that coaches on the other sideline? That would be um, Matt LaFleur. Right. So there is a lot of pressure on the 49ers. And I actually think they're going down in flames, Bart. I really do. Are you going to be Tony Boots on the ground for this? We possibly could have Boots on the ground. I was trying to get my good friend Tim Shea to go, but I don't know if he can make it. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it, it would just be a solo effort by myself. And I got to say this about the Cowboys. You're, you're dissing Mike McCarthy. You can call him mediocre Mike or mid-Mike, whatever you want to call him. But you go back to 2006, he was hired with Mike Tomlin, uh, Sean Payton, and Mike McCarthy – all were hired that same class. And I would bet they all have, when I'm going off the top of my head, I don't have it in front of me the stats, they all have one Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And their, their records are probably pretty close. They all have franchise quarterbacks for a while. So who do you want to, I mean, Belichick was in play, I know that for a fact. But who would you want to be the coach of the Cowboys? Mike Vrabel hasn't taken a team to the Super Bowl. Who do you want? I think I think at that point you just do something different. You know what you're going to get with Mike. You're going to win 11 games and lose. I, I, it takes a special person to work for Jerry, though, Bart. You you, you have management. You know how it goes. You got to have a special person working for Jerry Jones. That's a family-owned business, man. Tony, uh, appreciate you, buddy. Are you going to be boots right, on the boots, ground? Boots on the ground, San Fran. Biggest upset. Hey, and Ed from Baltimore, uh, put your crab cake down. You're on red alert too. Your, your Ravens are in trouble. Look out. 
All right. Tony to Ed in Baltimore. Jeez. All right. 855-212-4227. We will keep this going, whatever we are keeping going. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227. We are mostly talking about which teams have the most pressure this weekend. My vote was for the Buffalo Bills. We put the barometer to it. Bills came out one. Ravens two. Niners three. 855-212-4227. Let's get to Johnny in Mississippi. Hey, Johnny. What's up? Okay, so... Bartometer. Buffalo yeah. is three. Buffalo's three, and I'll tell you why. Buffalo's a culture, and they've been pretty happy for, what, five years now? They win 11 or 12 games. They're always in big games. And, yes, there's going to be heartbreak if they blow it, but, no, the, the pressure's not on them. Number two, San Francisco. That's not a culture. That's a team. That's a, a team operation. And they're a well-oiled machine. I think they've been to, what, three conference championships in the last four years? Uh, if they blow it, will there be heartbreak? Yes. Hand-wringing? Yes. But pressure is only number two. Number one is Baltimore, guys. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Baltimore is not a team. It's a player. <laughs> Baltimore is Baltimore's Lamar. And Lamar has all the pressure. They just broke the bank, gave him $185 million guaranteed. They sacked Greg Roman. Now they got Todd Monken. Can you imagine if Lamar blows it with a new offensive coordinator and that big, fat wallet he's got? I don't know if you've been on Twitter anytime recently or X or SpaceX or whatever it's called. But well, we're, we're, We have decided as a show to still call it Twitter, but point, point Lamar, taken. Lamar trolling is a core value on Twitter. <laughs> and they've been quiet this year because he's, play, he's played really well, albeit in kind of a Trent Dilfer kind of way this year. A little bit more of a game manager. But that's what? another story. But yeah, he's not Michael Jordan like he was in 2019. He's been very selective and almost letting Gus Edwards handle a lot of the work, to be honest. But I digress. Gus if Edwards? If Baltimore blows it, it's all coming down on one player. And Lamar is the Ravens. Twitter will break. They will roast him, and the things they say will be unrepeatable on radio. Um, it's bad. And they remember, four years ago, they rested their starters for three weeks, came out against the Titans. Uh, Lamar turned it over, what, twice in the first half, and then there was like six drops, Mark Andrews, Seth Roberts, Hayden Hurst. They dropped the ball all over the field. They were down 21-6, to and they blew the game. So here they are again, resting their starters for three more weeks. Yeah, when I watch the Ravens, I think, where would this team be without the 11 carries per game from Gus Edwards? Well, you know what I'm saying. He's handed the ball off a lot, and he's not been Michael Jordan. He didn't throw 36 TDs and run for 12 TDs. His stats are down 30, 35%. He's going to win MVP almost by default. But nevertheless, the pressure's on Baltimore. 
It won't be heartbreak. It won't be hand-wringing. It will be absolute chaos if he blows it. Hey, I'll let you guys um, talk. Yeah, good call. Good call. That's what you want in a call. You want, you want compelling points. You want to add to the discussion. And then you want to say something that people will remember you for. Like how Gus Edwards is carrying the Ravens. Um, and how Lamar is Trent Dilfer. <laughs> I'm going to get to Mark quick. Mark's in Arizona. Mark, what's up? Yes, I'm in Arizona. How are you, sir? Good. I got about 90 seconds for you. 90 seconds. I predict that the Kings will be in the playoffs and eventually I would say take them another three years and they'll make the finals. The Sacramento Kings, you want them to, well, they should get in the playoffs. Yeah, I would think. Well, and you say finals more... in three years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, aren't they playing tonight? They are losing to the Pacers right now. No way. Yeah, What's they're losing. The they're losing 97-86 in the third. Oh, there's still plenty of time. Halliburton's not Couple playing. They don't have Siakam in there yet. Oh, he's not. Oh, oh. that makes the difference. Yeah, I mean, but the the Kings are a good team. I'm not, I agree with you. They have a real shot. And I will say this, they have a real shot of surprise. Well, look what they did first time in how long? By making the playoffs last year? Yeah. And going up 2-1 and losing? Hey, you know, we still took it to the Warriors. At least one game. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, hang the banner. But, no, it doesn't hang the banner, but it gives it some credibility, I think. Hey, uh, Mark, thanks for the call. Hopefully, there's a lot of beam lighting to come for you and everyone else in Kings Nation. 855 212 4227, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.